Hello and welcome to the December 5th, 2021 edition of the Little Zion Baptist Church Podcast. Today's message is titled, The Perfect Gift. The message today will come from Romans chapter 6. Before we get into the message, I'd like to invite everybody to go and go to imb.org. That is the site for the International Missions Board. This month is the month for international missions through the Lottie Moon Christmas Offering. To give to the Lottie Moon Christmas Offering, once again, just go to imb.org and press on the Give, give button. And you can also look at videos highlighting missionaries from around the world that are funded by the International Missions Board. And now, Pastor Robert Medley on the Little Zion Baptist Church Podcast. The perfect gift. And we think about the perfect gift and we think about gifts at Christmas time and presents and that's fine. And I'm wanting to talk about this morning the perfect gift that was given to us. And that perfect gift is when Jesus, or when God sent his son to Calvary to give us what we have today. That was a perfect gift. The gift of salvation, the gift of forgiveness cannot be given by anyone except Jesus Christ. You can't go to Walmart and buy it on aisle five. You have to accept it. From Jesus Christ. You say, well, is it a gift or is it a choice? You, you make that decision yourself, but it's still a gift. It's a gift, but it's a choice for you and I. It's something that we accept or reject. Every person is, has that same, uh, that same opportunity in life. When God has dealt with your heart, we will accept, you will accept that gift as something more precious than silver or gold. There's, like I said, there's no way in this world that money can buy the perfect gift. Nobody can buy the gift of knowing our Father which is in heaven. Being saved through Jesus Christ, by saved by grace, and having that love one for, one to another. We just love and appreciate this gift. As I was thinking about the, the message as a gift, and as I said, and we're going to be celebrating Christmas just here in a few days, and when I say celebrate, it's a great honor to know what that means, is having that gift given to us. And I, I know that the, the play will be great here at church, the 19th, I believe it is, so be praying for those. Let's look in the book of Romans, the sixth chapter, and Romans verse number 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yeah, let me get back up here. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. That is a gift that we have. And I know, as I said, and I was reading somewhere, we were thinking about Christmas this year or, or thinking about it. And, and uh, Vicky finally, or finally, Vicky got around to putting up the tree. And I was reading on Facebook there. And they said the best gift for a house is <coughs> the husband to be under the tree. What a gift. Wouldn't you like to have that as a gift, Vicky? You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> She's texting the kids right now. <laughs> I know that was just a small thing there. 
But we think of gifts and there's nothing wrong. We expect gifts and we expect, expect presents. And that, there's nothing wrong with that. And I understand that. But I want us to see the importance of that gift that has been offered to you and I to have eternal life. We are going to have eternal life one way or the other. There is just two decisions in life. We are or we're not. And to have that eternal life, we think of having our Lord Jesus Christ dwell within us, give us that peace, give us that rest, Give us the love that he has for us to have that. And that was only because of the gift that was sent to us. As I was thinking, uh, he sent his son. That was the gift. But it didn't cost us anything other than it cost us to ask forgiveness and following God. Forgiveness and following God. When we became in this life, when we were born in this world, we became in as a sinner. And it says, for all, now let me get over to that. I wasn't there yet. For all have sinned and came short of the glory of God. That's in Romans 3.23. All have sinned. It's not just, we may not, we don't want to think it is just the bad people. All it says. It says all, that's each and every one, has sinned and come short of the glory of God. But we realize that precious gift that we're talking about this morning when he sent his son to Calvary. We know that because it tells us in John 3, 16 why he did. For he so loved the world, but the world seems to not love him. I'm talking of the world doesn't love our Lord Jesus Christ because there is sin, hatred, and there's every kind of thing that the devil has possible out there to distract those that doesn't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. But that precious gift, praise the Lord. Our home has always been in a, or me, has been kind of, I don't know, it's just the kids ask me, the wife asked me, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> Man, I don't know that I need anything, you know. It's just something. And she says, you're the hardest persons to buy for that I have ever seen. Just whatever. So <laughs> they're pretty good to get me. Chocolate-covered cherries, you know, whatever they call them, Queen Anne or Anne Queen or something there, you know. But you can just eat so many of them. You know, the kids, they love their dad, I guess, because they bring me those, but you just get so many of them, and you get that sugary taste. Whew. That cream runs down the side of your mouth. So what do I need? Well, I really don't need nothing, Mom, you know. But I am happy to know that I love my family and they love me. But, it, but what I'm saying is, what is the perfect gift? I would have to say today, I would love to see each one of my children, grandchildren, and my grandchildren are in service of. Thank God for that today. But I'd like to see them all become involved in church and love and, and get this gift that I'm talking about this morning. You say your children's not saved? That's a question I can't answer. I don't know their heart, but God does. But that would be a great, precious gift, wouldn't it? To have that. We look at the world today. There is so much hatred. There is so much unconcern. There is so much selfishness. So much pride in our world today that people forget about what we're talking about, the gift of God. 
I, this may not be a Christmas message to you today, but I'm still talking about having that gift dwelling with down with inside of us today is something that money cannot buy. Good works cannot buy. Being a good old boy or a good old gal doesn't buy it. Oh, it's great and it's loving. It, isn't it great to be pleasure, to have, to be around people that love, uh, just, just love to be uh, around people that is upbeating and happy and loving. And, and, and doesn't it make you feel better? Instead of around someone that is always complaining and griping and have the hate, uh, have the hate of the world uh, sitting on their shoulders because nothing seems to be going right for them. The answer to that would be the precious gift dwelling within their life. The night that you got saved, the day that you got saved and found the Lord as your personal Savior, these things begin to melt away. The nature of this world, the, the, the hatred that you may have had, and I'm not saying you hated people, but that the, the, the things in your life, and we think of that today as what a wonderful day. That can't just happen by happenstance. We can practice on liking somebody. You can practice on that, but if it doesn't really come from the heart, you haven't gained a whole lot, but we can practice, and I don't want to be hateful to people. I don't, I don't like that. I don't want people to be hateful to me. My wife tells me sometimes that you could be a nuisance. What's the definition of a nuisance? She told me that. Not a lot. Not a lot. And I got to keep sweet because I'm expecting a gift. <laughs> it's not going to be her under the tree nor me under the tree. I'm expecting something there, you know, if, you know. But, you know, she just made that statement. I think she made a statement in Sunday school this morning that she's not the outgoing person and I'm the one that does the talking. I cannot disagree with that. And, and if I did, I'd be lying to you. But, but what I'm saying is that people, but don't you like to be around happy people and be with those that love you and be with those that really, you really think that cares for you without you having to say, well, I owe them something. Uh -uh. It's just because you love them and you care for them and you appreciate their life, their concern for you and for uh, one another. What is gifts? Gifts is a great thing. How about a newborn baby? Isn't that a gift from God? Isn't that something that you just want to, uh, uh, just want to hug and, 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 and do better? I didn't for a long time, but uh, you know, I thought that maybe they, you could break them you know, when they're real small, but no, that's not true. But you just love them. And that's a gift from our Father which is in heaven. It's a gift. Praise God that he has given us. Same as our life when we ask God for forgiveness. That's a gift. I can't buy it. You can't buy it. And coming to service every service every service. And when people sit in services and say, you know, I go to church. That's wonderful. That's great. But if you haven't expect, accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you have not received that gift that you need to receive in serving him. Praise God. Aren't you glad of that today? Oh, yeah. There's going to be trials. Yes, they are. There's going to be disappointments. Yes, they will. But that peace, that joy, that happiness. Doesn't it feel good when you lay down of a night and know that everything's all right between you and your Father which is in heaven? 
may, may you may have disagreed, and, I, and I'm not saying that's a, that's a disadvantage, but you maybe have disagreed with someone on this earth that day, but that doesn't make you forgetting what God has done, and that doesn't make you hate them. That doesn't make you to say, I have no part with them. We can have a disagreement, but still be agreeable and love the Lord Jesus Christ because he sent his son to love you and I. Aren't you glad of that today? Praise God. Children is a gift. And you may think I'm a little bit way out here on the left field with some of those. I'm just going to give you three or four. But it says and our love, our genuine love. I can tell you I love you, and I want to mean that. But there is also time that people can tell you they love you. It doesn't go any further than right here. They take that for, I love you. Yeah, I do. Okay. And that's great, but that is a gift. Talent, how about our talent? Doesn't God give us a gift and talent sometimes? It doesn't it talk about the talent in the Word, that they give some five and all this, and one of them wouldn't, but God gives us a talent. That's a gift. Everybody in, the, you, everybody in this congregation didn't sit in the choir this morning because they felt like uh, they wasn't choir ability. Is that, is that a good word? They wasn't choir ability, but they it. God gives a gift, but that does not make you not a gift that God has given you. That does not make you an outcast. That makes you because that's not your gift that he has given you. Praise God. There's people today that think they just can't do anything. But you can pray, but they can pray and serve God. Give that right hand of fellowship one for someone. Fill the gap of insorrowness. Fill the gap of, 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 of being lonely. And then there's that kindness. That kindness. Can't you really feel today, I'm not too smart, but can you really feel today when someone is kind and you really feel that from your heart is the same as love? You know that they, they love you. You know that there's kindness there, praise God. They, it's just got to be there the way that they really act and the way that they feel toward you. To me, that's a gift that God has allowed us to have. How about peace? When you come to that, when you come to the realization of having God in your life and serving Him, isn't it great to have that peace? Peace, wonderful peace that settles among us, that gives us that opportunity just to feel great, to feel great for one another, praise God, and have that love that we need to show and that kindness, that peace that God has given to us. If you set your mind on the things of the flesh, you're kernel-minded. But if you set the things of the Spirit... You're seeking eternal life. They won't mix. They won't mix. You can't be this way today and this way tomorrow. And when I say by that, I don't think God expects us to be put in a box or put in a glass room because we're in this world. But it has to be a heartfelt salvation. And we continue to serve him with an open heart and an open mind. Yes, things happen. Yes, they do. 
if we, was, if we were not supposed to associate with those that are lost, uh, uh, it would be a terrible thing. We see them daily. We associate with people daily that are lost. Uh, but friends, let me tell you, I'm still talking about that precious gift today because God gave us this opportunity. He gave us that intelligence uh, to find him as our personal savior. But isn't it great? It's not something that we decide that we're going to do. Well, I guess we do decide it whenever we begin to feel the presence and the spirit of the Lord dwelling within our life. We find that need that we're lost and we need some help because only God can bring us through that thing and give us that happiness, that peace, that glory. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and all things are become new. You say, well, I can't give this up. Yeah, you can. I did. You did when you were saved. When you were saved. You don't know the trials I go through, Pastor. No, I don't. But I still say that precious gift that I'm talking about this morning, the precious gift to our Father which is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. When we pray and give him the glory and give him the honor that he has, he is going to send the blessing and help us through that lowest trial that we're going through and lift us up and give us that determination to serve him. Behold, all things, old things are passed away. We don't even want to remember those things. That's kind of why it's bad to go to family reunions especially when you're the baby of the family. That's me. They pick on me. I have to think about that gift a lot. Don't show hatred. <laughs> I was telling somebody up here in choir this morning, I called my brother the other day and he's 10 years older than I am so you can imagine how ugly he is. <clears throat> but he's 10 years older than I am. And he said, how are you doing? I said, I'm doing good. He said, hang on, buddy. You just got four more years. I wanted to say, who put you in charge, God? I said, why? And he said, at 75, you're going to go downhill. Well, I took him off of one of my favorite calls. Or favorite people. And you can just hit that favorite and calls them up, you know. If you can read, I've called up some that really wasn't my favorite maybe sometime. But what would you want to say that to your brother for? Just because he's sick and feeble, don't make me in the same category. I want to be healthy. So if I get sick at 75, well, I had another guy tell me the other day, if I didn't straighten up, I wouldn't live three years. I don't know what that means. So I cut him off. That's what Kennedy tells us when we do something to her. I marked you off my list. But having that precious gift that is hovering around us and in us and dwelling within us and flowing through our veins, that precious gift that God can only give. God can only give that to us. He can only give us that comfort that we need, that kindness, that love. He can take care of the things in our lives that are troubling us if we just remember he is in charge. God is good all the time. We believe that. We believe that. We say that a lot here. I even catch myself saying it to, to myself, you know. It's good to talk to yourself. And I'm glad they put it that way, see, because I say God is good, and then I'll say all the time. See, I, I talk and answer, you know. That's okay. But he is good to us. And he did give us that choice, if you want to call it a choice. But he also gave us that perfect gift. 
He gave me that opportunity to find peace, rest, and happiness. Romans 8 and 6 says, For the carnal minded is death, but the spiritual minded is life and peace. Carnal mind is death, but spiritual is life and peace. I want to say this this morning with all the love I know how, and it's sad, but there's people in hell this, this day that is going through torment, a terrible torment. They're not having that peace that we're talking about today, and I feel for them. But, you know, I can't reach them now that they're gone. But, friends, let me tell you, I'm talking about a gift today that is precious, more precious than silver or gold or anything you can imagine. There's no way that we can ever put this piece in a category that would be, it's above all things, all things. There's nothing any higher than this gift I'm talking about this morning, the gift when people in this life recognize you, and that's great. That's wonderful. I know. And you recognize Vicki and I during Pastor Appreciation Month. Praise God. And we appreciate that. We love that. We don't want that to go unnoticed. And I really do cherish it. And, and I tell people, how, they say, how's your church doing? I said, you ask them. Don't ask me. Uh, you know, they'll tell you. I think it's doing well. But you ask them. But, but we're, what I'm saying is today, and I say that, you know me, I'm always talking. But, but I say that with all the love. But I know that you love and you care, and I appreciate that. But that, that, that is something that you show your appreciation to me, and I really, and the wife, and we do appreciate that. The gift I am, am talking this morning is the gift from above that gives us that assurance of eternal life forever and forever. It's not just while we're living here that we have this peace and joy and happiness, but it's forever when our last breath is taken from this body and we go back to dust. And so that's what the Bible says. We came from dust, go back to dust. But I'm talking about eternal life forever and forever peace and happiness and joy. Have you ever burnt your finger? Or have you ever had a burn? Hurts, doesn't it? That's just one little fraction of torment. That's below. But isn't it great when you put, I don't know what you put on it, I guess. I've heard of aloe vera oil. I've heard of, you ain't going to believe this, but I've heard of WD-40. <laughs> I've heard that. Butter. You can't put butter on that when you're burnting the cats in the house. They'll lick it off. What'd that have to do with it? Nothing. But the gift of salvation is the most important thing in a person's life today. Whether you think not, I know you do as Christian people. We think that, we know that. Why are you, why are you, why is this message? I'm just wanting to jog my memory this morning. Where my peace and happiness comes from. How oh, I'm happy. Vicki gives me peace and happiness. She cooks me ever how many meals a day that I want. That's great. We don't have three. We have one from the time we get up till the time we go to bed. But the Lord has blessed us. We've had a wonderful life, and Donna and Jack uh, aggravated. Had an anniversary, I'm sorry, I had the wrong word there. Today, we're having an anniversary in June. We've been married going on, will be 50 years, but God has blessed us. We have trials, we have troubles, we had situations, we had decisions to make. But I'm talking about we know a peacemaker that has kept us safe and under his care that he has kept us there. No, there's many times I haven't agreed with her and there's probably been many more times she hasn't agreed with me. 
But you know what? Having God in the center of her life, she, she's been a Christian as long as I ever knew her. She's been a Christian longer than I have been, or longer. I'm older than she is, so I this still yet probably. But she has been a Christian praying for me when I was lost, praying for her children after, we, after I had given my heart to God. She prayed for her children. She is a precious gift to me, but she came from the Father which is in heaven. He put us together, praise God. It wasn't her dad or it wasn't my mom. We, God, has blessed us, even though I wasn't a Christian at that time, but God has blessed us. Someone told me here a while back that if you marry someone, you're thinking you're going to change them. That might not happen. <laughs> it happened in my house. She changed me. The only bad thing I ever remember doing, one of the worst things I ever remember doing, told her, told her that Mama's gravy was better than hers, but I've never made that statement again. And furthermore, I'm never going to make that statement again. We was just figuring out the other day, my mother, if she was living today, and she, I don't know if anybody that old, but she would have been 114. But friends, let me tell you what, she was a precious mother to me. But whenever I chose to move out and to move in, uh, to, with my not move in with my bride, to move in after we were bride, after she was a, after we were married. By the way, we are. I was digging through something yesterday and found a marriage license. They were signed and everything. But God changed our life. God changed our home. God changed our attitude. Took a while. Took a little bit. She had to be, oh yeah. I'd get so aggravated at night trying to go to sleep and she praying for me. Why did you do that? I don't know. I'm sorry, Lord. I really am. But she was concerned of my life. She wanted me to have that gift that I'm talking about this morning. Dwell down with inside of me. Not just within her. A home is complete when God is in the, in, in the picture. And don't get me wrong, folks. If your home is not complete, keep praying. God will continue to bless you. God will move in your life. It's not the end. Just continue to press on. Move on. And let God continue to talk to you and help you in time of need. He will. We think sometimes, or I think sometimes, how in the world can people go through what they're going through in life and being a Christian and, and just seeming like every turn that they make sometimes maybe turns to a disaster or turns to something, but they still continue to hold on to that power, that grace, that love that they have for Jesus Christ, and we see them come out victorious. It may be a while, but they come out victorious is because they have said, they have used that, that, that scripture that says, therefore if a man be in Christ, he is a new creature, and they become all oh, and old things are passed away behold all things become new aren't you glad of that new serving God is one of the greatest greatest things that we can ever have God has been good to me and he's been good to you and he has blessed our church and still blessing the church. Not just because I'm here, it's because of faithful people as yourself have held on to God. And I'm, when I say held on to God, I'm not saying that there was a crisis come through here and about to tear things. I'm just saying it, take, it takes us to working together to have God's victory over the world, over the sin. You know, we've got victory over the world, whether, you wanna, whether we want to think it or not. We've got Christ within us. And there's coming that day that you and I are going to leave here. It may be by the way of the grave, 
or it may be by the way of the rapture, but we're going to go to be with him forever and forever and we're going to come out victoriously. Praise God. Aren't you glad of that today? Victorious. Praise God. For to be carnal minded is death, but to be spiritual minded is life and peace. Do you have that peace this morning? I'm sure you do. Do you have that happiness in life? Oh, yeah, Pastor, I'm going through a situation. Sure you are. We're praying for you. Did you notice that we have a prayer request? We have a prayer list in our, in our bulletin. We have a prayer chain that is used throughout the week. Well, some weeks it's every day. There's nothing. That's great. There's some weeks that we don't have prayer chain moving because there's everything seeming to be going good, and that's great. But friends, let me tell you something. The, pray, the prayer of a, of a righteous person availeth much. Uh, they, that prayer means a whole lot to a lot of to, to people that is in a need, that is hurting, that needs a lift from the Lord, that the gap needs to be filled through sadness, through heartaches, through troubles that comes their way. That gap has to be filled, and who's going to fill it? The Christian people of the world today is able to reach out and take a hand in that. Give them the right hand of fellowship. Tell them you care for them. Tell them you care. Sometimes we might feel like, and I made this statement to the wife, that we might feel like we're in catch 22 here and here. What are we going to do? But the only thing I can remember to do, the only thing I have the answer for is staying on the right hand, the right side of God. Let him guide and direct me. Giving, let him give me the steps that I need to take. Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you. We give you the glory for everything that you do in our life. We give you the honor, God, because you has given us that perfect gift. Help me, Lord, as a person, Lord, as a pastor, as a friend. We just ask you, God, to continue to bless our life, to move, to touch the hearts of those that goes through sometimes troubles, sometimes hurting, sometimes sorrow. We pray, God, that you would be with us, guide and direct the needs that we have. Lord, you have looked and seen the needs in our lives. You're looking down upon us as we speak this morning. Lord, you know our day by day. You know our future. You know the life that we live and the concerns that we have. We thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Thank you for the church. Thank you for our precious people. Lord, we pray for our homes that are here today, each home that is represented, to touch our hearts. Help us, God, to have that, uh, have that great, great reunion, that perfect gift that we're talking about this morning. Go with us and guide us. Bless the remainder part of this service, the song we're about to sing, the hearts that are here, Lord, that you would touch their needs if they be a need in their life today. We pray, God, to bless them, help them, be with each and one of us, and I'll give your name the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.